Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 285. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you what I believe to be the four biggest lies that we are taught about success in the network marketing and social selling professions. And I'm excited for today's episode. Today's going to be a little bit of a longer episode, but it's going to kick off a series of episodes over the next really like six or seven weeks where I'm going to be kind of sharing with you how Love Serve Grow is beginning to evolve and change. And I'm going to be introducing some ideas and some concepts in today's show that we're going to be diving deeper in the next couple of weeks that for some of you are actually going to be pretty surprising to hear me share because if you've been following the show and you've been listening to me and hearing me talk about Love Serve Grow, some of this might seem like it is kind of going against what I've taught in the past, but just stay with me. I'm going to explain to you how all this comes together. But why I'm excited is because I believe that what I'm going to be sharing with you over the next few weeks is some of the best content that we've ever created, but it is going to help you so much in your business because it's going to change the way that you're thinking about a lot of very commonly held beliefs. And so this show today, I said, what better of a way to kick it off than let's challenge some of these things that we hear almost every day from our upline, our mentors, the people that we follow online. They keep, they teach these certain things about success that I'll be honest with you, it's keeping you stuck. Most of what you've been taught about success is holding you back. And these are things that We've been fed these ideas for years and years. And look, I think it is way overdue for us to start challenging them and changing our way of thinking. And uh, so I'm looking forward to this message today. But before we get into that, I got to give you a shout out to our review of the week. So this week's review of the week comes from Smiles Sixer. I don't know if she's a Sixers fan, but it's a pretty exciting time for us Sixers fans here in Philadelphia. But anyway, Smile Sixer says, I anxiously await Bob's new podcast each week. Not only do I use the tools for my business, but it fits perfectly into my life as a teacher, a mom, a coach, and a wife. Everything Bob shares encompasses the love, serve, grow mentality. So Smile Sixer, thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review. And if you haven't a chance to do that yet, be greatly appreciated. So, all right, let's dive into this episode today. So as I mentioned to you, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you a lot of really exciting stuff that we've been working on behind the scenes. So you're going to want to make sure if you've ever been like a consistent listener of the podcast, these next like six to seven weeks will be some of the best time for you to do that. But we're going to kick this series off with today, the four biggest lies that we're told about success. Here's the first one, that success loves speed. Look, almost everybody in this profession will tell you that. Success loves speed. It's why massive action is so popular. We're constantly being told to go faster, work faster, work faster, work harder towards your goals. And the problem is this. Deep down inside, we're listening. We're trying to go fast. We're trying to work harder. We're putting in more effort. But something just feels off, right? Like what we're being told to do just doesn't really feel in alignment with how we feel as though we should be building our business. But we don't question it because this is just what we've always been taught, right? But the problem is what we're doing 
it doesn't feel authentic, right? The actions that we're being asked to take and the manner in which we're being taught to work towards our goals, it doesn't feel purposeful. It's not intentional. We're just pushing and striving to hit those numbers and run towards those goals. And what it does and what it's created in this profession today is this toxic hustle and grind culture and mentality that I've got to be honest with you, it is killing our profession. Here's the truth. Success doesn't love speed. At least the kind of success that I'm pretty sure you really want. Sustainable success that feels good and gives you real freedom hates speed. Look, I just want you to recognize this. People are so sick and tired of this hustle mentality that is being promoted inside of this profession. They don't want to hustle and grind every single day. And you know the thing that's created this? Social media. There's no doubt social media is the best thing that's ever happened to this profession. It's completely changed the entire nature of our business. But it has also created an environment where we literally can't get away from our business. Our business is consuming our life. It is taking it over, right? It's impacting our family, our relationships, our our mental state of mind, our well-being. And if this is the plan that you're on, going faster, harder, faster, harder, there's only one possible outcome for this. It's eventual exhaustion, burnout, and failure. And I want you to understand that you have to be very careful about who you're listening to because a lot of these quote-unquote successful influencers and leaders that you're following online that are telling you this is the way you have to work your business, it's barely even working for them. And I know this because I coach a lot of them, right? These are people that outwardly look like they have it all. They've got it all put together. They're successful. But behind the scenes, they're struggling and grinding every single month just to maintain the current level of success that they've created. And they certainly don't have a life that resembles anything close to freedom. God forbid they don't post stories for a day or they go a week without a reel or documenting every single minute aspect of their life. So we have to be really careful about who we're listening to. Now, I will say this, going fast and hustling and grinding, it can work for you. If you're single and you literally don't want any life whatsoever outside of your business. But here's the thing. If you value other things and you want to create success that feels good, that's sustainable, that gives you the freedom that you really want, you need a different plan. See, here's the thing. That's not for me. And I bet it's not for you because here's what I know about you. You're most likely a parent or you value family, you value your free time, right? You got into this profession because you want freedom. Freedom has always been one of my highest values. And if those are things that are important to you, then just recognize going fast is not going to serve you. You have to start changing the way that you're approaching your business so that you can build a business that serves your life, not the other way around. See, going fast, all that does is create a business that owns you. Now, what do we have to do in order to make this shift? Well, here's what we have to do. We need to learn how to start becoming more intentional. Look, I will tell you this. Intention will beat speed any single day. You show me someone that is intentionally working their business every single day, that will beat speed long-term 10 out of 10 times. 
See, if you're not getting the results that you want right now, there's a reason. It's because you've developed some bad habits. There are certain things that you're not thinking enough about, that you're not focusing on, that are missing for you. And this is what you need to do to begin to break free from the hustle, grind, going fast, speed trap. You got to slow down. You have to slow down. See, here's what's crazy. It is crazy how much resistance people have when you tell them to slow down. Because we've been so conditioned that we have to go fast and that success loves speed. The minute we start to slow down, it feels like we're going backwards and we're going in the wrong direction. We create a red light story around it. Baba, I got to get there. I got to get there. Well, have you ever just taken some time to wonder why you're in such a rush? And also just look at the fact that how long have you been working this way? And look how long you've been stuck. Look how little progress you've been making. See, slowing down is important because it'll, it creates time and space that gives you clarity on a couple of really important things. Number one is purpose, and number two is vision. Look, purpose and vision are two of the most important things that you must have clarity around in your business. You need to know, why am I doing what I do? See, here's where I think Love, Serve, Grow becomes so life-changing because Love, Serve, Grow gives us our purpose. See, when we're building our business by the Love, Serve, Grow mentality, we're being purposeful. But you also have to have a vision, right? Where do you want to go? What is your definition of success? See, when we talk about being intentional and living with intention, here's what that means. It means you organize your life around your priorities and you consciously choose the actions that align with your purpose and vision. See, when you are living with intention, that will create authentic growth in your business. Authenticity comes as a byproduct of being clear on your purpose and having a vision. It feels authentic when you're actually building your business in a way that's purposeful and that is heading you in a direction of somewhere you really want to go. This is what's missing for the people that are caught up in this hustle and grind mentality. The people that keep complaining about, I'm so burned out, I'm so exhausted, I'm so overwhelmed. Do you wanna know why? Because they don't have any vision outside of making the next sale or getting the next recruit. And they can't unplug from their business because they keep buying into this idea, got to go faster, got to go faster. See, when you slow down, it forces you to start thinking about these things. Like th This, I think, is the gift that the pandemic gave us, quite frankly. The pandemic, it was the pattern interrupt that forced us to slow down. And even though we didn't want to create that time and space, we had it. And in that time and space, we started thinking about what's really important to us. You've got to be able to create this in your own business. See, when you start slowing down, it also gives you the ability to start working on your business, not just in it. See, people that are going fast, they're working in their business. They're busy, they're working hard, but they're not necessarily doing the right things. They're just doing anything and everything to just try to keep the business afloat. I need to get that next follower. I need to get that next recruit. I need to get that next customer. I need to maintain my rank. I don't want to go backwards. That's working in your business. See, the goal is to create some time and space so that you can start working on your business. Now, what does that mean? It means you start working on a vision. You start planning every single month what you're going to do, why you're going to do it, who you're going to work with. You start putting in place systems to help you have more time freedom. You start working on developing yourself as a leader so you can help others. You put in place a plan for personal growth. 
Look, none of these things will happen just by chance. And working harder and going faster, it's not going to necessarily get you to where you want to go. So here's the first thing we have to challenge is that success doesn't love speed. Here's the second lie is that success is a result of doing more. See, these two are related. What we're constantly told is this, go faster, do more, go faster, do more. I call it the pursuit of more. Almost any mentor or leader that I've listened to or followed in my career always told me the same thing. Do more, right? I would be struggling and I'd go to my mentor. I'd say, what do I need to do? And the answer was always the same. Do more meetings, talk to more people, right? Do more things. Now, here's the problem. In my mind, I was already working hard. I was already putting in the time. I was already sacrificing. And I had so little in the way of results. And I would look at where I was and I would look at how far I had to go to get to where I thought I wanted to be. And the mere thought of me having to continue to give more and do more to get there, it literally started to create this internal resistance inside of me. Like, do I even want this? Because remember, I'm somebody that values freedom. And working harder and harder and doing more and doing more, that didn't feel like freedom. I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And then the other problem was this. I didn't believe I had more to give. This is a really important realization to have. If you believe that success requires more, you're always going to be at odds because deep down inside, most of you don't believe that you're good enough and have enough to give. These two forces working together where you never feel like you're good enough, you see the world through scarcity but you believe that you have to keep giving more and then you wonder why you're stuck. See, we have to change our mindset, right? But listen to what your mentors tell you when we think about doing more. Take massive action. It's a numbers game. Quantity over quality. You can't say the wrong thing to the right person. I got news for you. None of those are actually true. And all of them, all they do is they just feed into this hustle culture that we're talking about, that we just have to sacrifice and grind and that success is hard. And then what winds up happening is because we're going faster and we're just trying to do more going through the numbers, it's a deadly combo for people. And this is going to resonate with a lot of you. You're going through the motions, you're taking the actions, but you're not seeing progress. Here's the reason why you're sacrificing the quality of the actions that you're taking. See, we did an episode not too long ago on this thing called practicing good form. See, the quality of the actions that you take is so much more important than the quantity. If you're not taking the right kinds of actions, if you're focusing on doing the wrong things, or you don't have the right mindset behind the actions, right? When you're sharing your business, if all you're focusing on is the negative and telling yourself red light stories, and you're not confident, and you don't feel authentic, of course people are not going to join you. It's not what you do. It's what you think and feel behind what you do. But because we're so focused on going fast and doing more, we never take the time to slow down and pay attention to this. We're just focused on hitting a certain amount of reach outs every day, right? To make a certain amount of posts on a certain amount of platforms of social media. And look, we do feel good in the moment when we're doing this because our sense of busyness has actually given us our own self-worth. But the problem is this, we're not growing, we're not seeing any progress. We wind up making a millimeter progress in a dozen different areas instead of a significant progress than just an essential few. This is the reason why I say this all the time. Working hard is important, but more effort does not equal better results. See, at a certain point, you'll reach your capacity to do more. 
the progress you're seeing in your business will start to plateau. When you first start out, more effort usually does equal better results. But you'll reach a point when that approach no longer serves us. You get stuck because as your business grows, as your team grows, so does your daily to-do list of all the things that you have to do in order in your mind to maintain the results that you have. This is called the paradox of success. The more successful you become, the more demands there will be on your time and attention. The more important it is that you learn how to start saying no. Saying no is one of the greatest leadership qualities that you could ever have. But what winds up happening is people can't say no. They're afraid to say no because they believe they just have to keep doing more. And their pursuit of success eventually becomes their catalyst for failure. This is where the accidental leader lives. See, at some point, and here's how you know if you're at that point, if you're stuck. If you find yourself like the accidental leader does so many cases where you're working hard every month just to maintain what you have, but you're spinning your wheels and you're not making progress, here's where you need to shift your focus. You need to start doing less. The number one problem many of you have in your business is you're just trying to do too many things. You have to learn how to simplify your business. Look, complicated doesn't scale. Complicated won't grow. Only simplicity does. True freedom and sustainable success come from doing less. And yes, I want to give you permission to do less. That means get rid of that Facebook group that sucks your time and energy dry. That VIP group that you started when you first joined, that you have 18 people in, that you post you know, five to seven times a week. You spend hours coming up with the content and it's crickets. Get rid of it. Stop posting in it. Stop listening to 10 different podcasts, right? Look, I know, I get it. They're all good. But at some point in time, like you have to recognize you don't have an information problem. You have an execution problem. You're consuming too much training, videos, podcasts. Now, I know that sounds a little bit like uh, weird listening to a podcast, but I'm going to just tell you like it is. You got to start focusing on the most important things. You got to let some people go. Right, Those people that you've been trying to drag across the finish line, it's not your job to make them successful. You need to start focus on doing less things, working with less people, consuming less content. Here's the reason why. So you can spend more time with your family, more time doing things that you love, having more freedom, right? Having more impact, right? Focusing on the people that deserve your support. See, the the end of the day, here's what you have to realize. There's always going to be someone on your team that needs your help. Some pressing issue, another call, another meeting that you could do. But what I want you to recognize is this. You need to start asking yourself, should I do it? Look, you don't realize the mental and the emotional energy it takes to try to do it all. Even if you're not doing that other thing, you're thinking about it because it's on your list. You're beating yourself up for not doing more of it, right? You're with your family, but you're not really with your family because you feel guilty because you're not working because you know you got all these things that haven't been done. And then when you're doing all those things that haven't been done in your business, you're feeling guilty because you're not with your family. Look, that's not a way to live. So give yourself permission to do less. Simplify your business. Now, I get it. There is a process, okay? And you need to do certain things in order to simplify. Now, here's the good news. 
as a part of this kind of series of episodes that we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing an entire four-part series. It's going to start on Friday, March 25th on Four Steps to Simplify Your Business. I am literally going to walk you through over the course of four episodes. They're going to be each Friday for four weeks in a row. I'm going to walk you through four phases of simplifying your business. And I'm telling you right now, it is literally going to change your business and your life forever. Okay? So make sure you tune in. Starting March 25th, we're going to go over that. So those are the first two. Lie number one, success loves speed. Sustainable success does not love speed. Number two, you have to do more. Look, doing more in the beginning might help you, but at some point, it won't. You need to do less. Here's lie number three. That success is measured by your accomplishments and your results. Here's an incredibly important question I want you to ask yourself. Are you results-focused or growth-oriented? See, your answer to this question is probably going to reveal to you why you're struggling. Almost every person in this profession is taught to be results-focused. We're taught that success is measured by our achievements and the results that we have. And when things are going well, we feel great, right? We're successful. We're worthy. We're good enough. We hit that goal, right? When people tell us yes, we feel validated. We feel like we're on the right track. But when they tell us no, it's a much different story. We start spiraling with doubt, with fear. We feel discouraged. We start feeling overwhelmed. See, without even realizing it, because we're results-focused, we literally attach our sense of self-worth and our feelings to every result of every action that we take. And no wonder it feels so scary to us, right? If you're literally, if it's life or death, Every action you take, meaning you feel good about yourself if it goes well or bad if it doesn't, you're always going to struggle being consistent. We're taught that the secret to success is focusing on income-producing activities, IPAs. Now, I did an episode on this not too long ago. Look, we need to challenge this belief. This is like people have been teaching this forever, but I want you to think about that advice. An income-producing activity, the expectation is that if you do these things, it will produce income. Now, what is income? It is a result. So what do we do? We start working towards our goals. We start taking our IPAs. We're focusing on the results. We do it for a week, maybe two, and then we run into a problem. The results don't show up right away. Look, haven't you figured it out by now? They seldomly do. But because we're focused on the results, because we're focused on the income, because the expectation is that that's going to happen, what happens? Now we start to question ourselves. We get discouraged and then we stop, right? We must be doing something wrong. There must be something wrong with me. Look, this is why you're so inconsistent because you're results focused, right? We work incredibly hard. We set a goal. We work so hard to that goal. We want to hit that next rank. We show up every day. We do the work. We're stretching ourselves. We're growing, but we fall just short. And what do we make that mean? We failed, right? We failed because we didn't hit the goal, right? Because success is the goal. We're not successful, but it goes even worse than just us. The red light story is not just that we failed. It's that we are a failure. We internalize that. You know, why couldn't I do it? She hit the goal. Why didn't I hit the goal? See, it's proof. I'm not good enough. We feel worse about ourselves. No matter what we do, no matter how much we grow, no matter how much progress you make, it's never good enough. 
because we keep measuring where we are against where we want to go, right? There's this idea of perfection out there, right? Forget the fact that that month we grew tremendously because we showed up in a way that we never did. Forget the fact that we recruited one or two new people, that we started seeing real progress, that we had these daily wins because we were consistent for the first time in a long time. We don't focus on that. We only focus on that narrow gap of what we didn't do. We make that mean something less about ourselves because we are results focused. Look, you must shift your focus from results to growth. You need to become growth oriented. Look, what if it was possible that whether you actually hit your goal or not, that you could feel good in either scenario? What if it was possible for you to literally be excited every day to show up, that your business was fun, not because you achieved something, not because somebody said yes, but because you truly found joy and fulfillment in simply doing the work. You felt authentic. Now that's possible and you want to know how? Shift your focus. Change your definition of success. Success is not achievement and results. It's progress and growth. Look, success and achievement are not the same thing. Most people will tell you they are. Success is a feeling. Achievement is a goal. It's a specific thing that you shoot for. Success is a feeling. It's a state of being. And you can feel successful anytime you want by shifting your focus from what you're not and the gap between where you are and where you want to go to what you are, to what you're becoming, to the progress and growth that you're making along the way. Start celebrating and counting your small wins. Stop focusing on perfection and start to celebrate progress. See, when you do this, when growth becomes the thing that you are mindful of and you start recognizing the fact that even if the results aren't coming in, if you're showing up every day, you're growing and becoming better, you will immediately feel better about yourself and your business. And here's why this is so important. Study after study of high achievement will say this, that feeling good is literally the starting point of high achievement. If you're not feeling good in your business, you're doing it wrong. You are results focused. Look, this is arguably one of the most important things that Love, Serve, Grow teaches us to do, to become growth-oriented. You heard me talk about growth-oriented actions instead of IPAs. Well, we're going to be elaborating more on this concept as we move forward in this series that we're doing. We're going to do an entire episode in the next couple of weeks that I'm calling, What is Your Definition of Success? And I'm going to help you completely rewire your brain and start focusing on things that will make you feel inspired and excited to go out and start working towards your goals. So make sure you tune in for that one. Here's the fourth and the final lie that we're told in network marketing and social selling. That marketing is the most important skill for success. Look, in our profession today, so much of the focus for the training is on social media or marketing, right? That's what marketing is. It's social media today. Think about it. The very first thing that we teach someone when they join our team is attraction marketing strategies. How to post on Facebook, how to do a live, how to do a story, do an unboxing video. Hey, here, you should be doing reels, right? And one of the first things we teach people, right? And the thing is this, we're led to believe that if we just get good enough at these things, that everything will just take care of itself, right? People promote, build a six-figure business just from your phone. 
And they make it seem so simple, right? Just do what I did and you can have what I have. But here's the problem. What you see is only a small part of what they actually did to create the results that they have today. Let's be real. Most of them did not post their way to six figures. See, what you saw was the posting. What you didn't see was everything that was happening every single day behind the scenes in between them posting. See, unfortunately, most people don't share that whole story with you. They're afraid that if they do, it'll scare you away. Make it seem too hard. And I'm telling you, that's a scarcity mindset. And it doesn't serve anyone. It certainly doesn't serve the new people that join this profession. Because the thing is this, a lot of you are teaching your new people to do something that some online influencer taught you to do, thinking that that is the thing that made them successful. And you believe that that's what's going to make you successful. And all you're doing is stunting your own growth. See, here's the truth. You cannot post your way to freedom and a successful business. Now, I'm not saying that marketing isn't important. It is. Of course, we have to be able to market. But there is a hidden skill that almost every single great person in this profession possesses, whether they realize it or not, whether they talk about it or not. And this skill is essential to leadership. You want to know what it is? It's sales. So many of you are struggling right now because you've put almost all of your focus on marketing and barely any focus on sales. Look, marketing, social media generates leads for your business. Conversations make sales. You're putting all your focus on creating the content and you haven't even developed the basic effective selling skills that when somebody lands into your inbox or DMs, how you can have a conversation that actually creates value for what you do and makes them want to join. What good is that? What good is teaching a new person how to create content if you're not equipping them with the basic selling skills of effectively having a conversation that converts? You're putting the cart before the horse. Look, attraction marketing without effective sales skills is a dead end for your business. This is the next topic that I'm going to dive into. See, here's a different way to think about it. I'll talk to you about this more in the next episode coming up on Friday. Way more people can be good at selling than marketing. Marketing is so much harder for people than sales. Like, you don't realize how intimidating it is for an average person that joins your team that has never done anything like this before. And then you're teaching them to show up and do reels and do stories and post online and do a live video. Like, for an introvert, that literally feels like death. And because we're just focusing on marketing, we're teaching marketing skills, that becomes a major roadblock for people in their business. See, Selling is a skill that is way more transferable and can actually create results for people so much faster. If you can teach people how to sell effectively, they can create early wins in their business that will keep them around long enough so that their confidence and belief grows and they can eventually become a great marketer. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be a great marketer. I'm just saying that almost every great marketer is a great salesperson. You just don't see that part. So this is the topic that we are going to dive into in the next episode. I am going to talk about the difference between marketing and sales, and I'm going to make an argument. I'm, not that you shouldn't be teaching marketing. I'm going to present how you should be teaching it, in what order, and in what proportion to new people when they join your team. Now, here's the key thing. It's the way you're teaching sales. So I'm going to talk about that. There's different ways to sell. There's a right and a wrong way in my mind. 
But those are the four lies about success that we're taught in this profession. We need to start thinking differently. Love, serve, grow is that different way of thinking. And as I mentioned to you in the beginning of the episode, why I'm so excited is because we are about to embark on a seven-week journey of content where I'm going to be just rolling out all these pieces of love, serve, grow that is evolving and changing and growing. And I promise you, you you spend these next couple of weeks with me, you're going to get some information and some training that is going to completely transform your business. So I'm super excited about the future, about what's coming, about where love, serve, grow is going, how it's evolving, how it's changing. And I can't wait to share it with you. So as always, I love you all for being here. I so appreciate your support. Hope you got some value out of today's episode. Make sure you tune in to the next episode on Friday where we will be diving deep into this conversation around marketing and sales. So I'll see you soon. Take care.